Hi, it's Eric from Bar Harbor Cellars Winery, located in Bar Harbor, Maine. Bar Harbor Cellars is a family-owned and operated winery for almost two decades. And we have a very simple philosophy. When you want to make great wine, use great fruit. Our method is to source the fruit of our wines based on the quality, not fashion. We work with independent growers throughout Europe and North America who practice safe and sustainable viticultural methods, allowing us to make wines across a wide spectrum. We're able to offer simple fruit wines with some delicate sweet notes, all the way up to big, bold varietal reds and crisp and delicious whites. Whether it's apples and blueberries from our backyard here in the state of Maine, or the delicate Pinot Noir grapes of Northern Italy, we truly enjoy crafting these delicious, interesting natural wines for you to enjoy. So when you're in Bar Harbor, please visit us at Bar Harbor Cellars. And if you need to, visit our website. Let us see if we can ship our wine to you. BarHarborCellars.com That's BarHarborCellars.com Select your favorite wine from our wine vault and we'll see about shipping it to you. And now, let's ship you over to the Premier Sports team on the Stereo app, the Phase 1 Sports crew. And to you, our guests, and to the Phase 1 team, we raise a glass and say salute. Yo, 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 what's up, guys? Welcome to the Hangover Show. Um, of course, your boy, uh, Ill Intellectual, a.k.a. Wicked Assassin, with another week of a hangover. Are you guys ready? Now, before I start, I would like to apologize for not having the show last week. Um, uh, frankly, I had to take my youngest to his first camping trip and i do work out of state so i had to travel uh two states uh kansas and oklahoma uh so yeah like my schedule didn't meet up i was trying to do it a wednesday show last week but i couldn't because i was working days and came home was tired went to bed yada 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 yeah i know what it is but I, I would just like to apologize for not having a show. And <clears throat> so since I didn't have a show, I would like to go over a couple of games with you guys. Um, like the Colorado Buffs. Versus uh, Arizona State. Arizona State, um, and which was a good game because I do follow Colorado and I'm with Dion for the most part. Um, and Dion said something at the end of that game. Of course, everybody know that Colorado won 27-24 late field goal by that guy. You know, the Mexican wonder, the Mexican kick. But Dion said that he wasn't proud that that's not how you win games. Even though they, they won, he was dissatisfied with the performance on the field, which I agree. I agree because that was just a disgrace. 
that was just a disgrace. That was not supposed to happen. They were supposed to at least be up by 14, two touchdowns, maybe three touchdowns. But um, I will say what I've seen from that game, Deion knee lines on both sides because Arizona State was running that ball because they knew that their line, uh, Colorado's line was vulnerable, and they just ran that ball. And vice versa, they put a lot of pressure on uh, Shador. So he couldn't really do anything. He was under duress all day, which I believe he's going to be under duress this whole year until they find some good offensive linemen, you know? Anyways, moving on to last Friday's game, Stanford versus Colorado. Colorado was up 29, excuse me, guys, 29-0 and a half and proceeded to lose that lead in the second half and ended up losing in overtime. That's what Dion meant, that he didn't like the way that they played the week prior against Arizona State. They seemed to let teams in. They seemed to feel like they already won. As a great marketer, Deion Sanders, Shador, Shiloh, Deion Sanders Jr., just the whole family. Um, that doesn't mean that you can't put the work in. Is a great analogy that Mike Tyson says. Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. And that's right. And Colorado got punched in their face the second half. That receiver for Stanford had 294 receiving yards all in the second half by mainly slits, which was like, I'm I'm not even a coach. I was like, a slant, a slant is coming. A slant is coming. A slant is coming. I mean, I saw it coming. And they just kept playing him man-to-man, and I... I would say Joe Klatt said this, which I also recognize, but I I, will, I would like to give Joe Klatt his props that Travis Hunter looked tired. Well, not yet tired and out of shape, really. He looked out of shape. Um, Travis Hunter, for the first two games of the season, or three games of the season, looked it was different Travis Hunter than, than we see now. Um, we see what type of toll that uh, in- injury took out of him, right? So um, all I'm saying is it's a Colorado. If if you guys are listening, I'm sure you, I'm I'm sure your baby cousin, brother, sister, mother-in-law is listening to the show. Just play the game. You guys haven't won anything, okay? You guys are the most exciting college football team this year. And I love you guys. I follow Colorado because of you guys. I'm all in with you guys. I'm all in with you guys. All all in. But you, you also have to show me that you really want this. And you have to show yourself. I believe you, you, you have to show yourself that you really want this.
right? So with that being said, come on, Colorado. Come on, Shador. Come on, Shiloh. Show us what you're made of. Show us. Because at the end of the day, we're not playing. You guys are playing. We're giving you guys all the accolades. But for a good reason. For a good reason. Okay? So, yeah, just go go out there and play and do your best. And, um, you know, prove the doubters wrong. But with you losing, that proved the doubters right. So, yeah, that's that's my only message I have for Colorado and the Stanford game. Now, now we move on to Saturday, and this one game I like to talk about is the USC versus Notre Dame. A great offense versus a great defense, and a great defense one. Because if nothing else works, Caleb Williams don't play defense. He plays offense, and he had a bad game. But also, Notre Dame had a four-game gutlet against Ohio State, against Duke, against Louisville, and against USC. They came out 2-2, two 500 did. They lost to Ohio State. They beat Duke. They lost to Louisville and they beat USC. So I'm excited about them next season. If they keep their quarterback in that same defensive intensity in in that running game, they're going to make the playoff. Not even might or will. They're going to make the playoff. No ands, ifs about it. Um, But that's what happened when you have a great defense and another team just rely on their offense. Okay. Now I like to move on to week five. I know I'm jumping around guys. Please bear with me because I didn't have a show last week. So I'm going to jump on to the red river rivalry. I must say that that was one of the best games I've seen this year. Texas and Oklahoma. Oklahoma beat Texas with a late touchdown. Um, I actually thought um, Dylan Gabriel, that's his name, Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback for Oklahoma, was throwing the ball out of bounds. And once I saw that um, the wide receiver catch it, I was like, oh, that was an awesome play because he he was about to get sacked. But he had – he had – great awareness in the pocket to know hey oh there's a guy open i need to throw it now on that same play i gotta say what was the defense thinking about really what was the defense thinking about (laughs) like why are you gonna go why two people are gonna go with the tight end and leave the rice wide receiver to, to leak out to the back of the end zone but it was a great game, back and forth. Quinn Ewers, as you as you guys know, he's he's one of my favorite college quarterbacks, and I b- believe he's going to be a good to great NFL quarterback with the right system and the right coach. Okay, uh, he plays butt off. Kudos to him. Um, they didn't come out with, with the results that he wanted, but 
at least he he didn't lose the game, right? I mean, he he threw a couple interceptions, but he made up for it by his play. So I'm I'm not really mad about that. You know what I'm saying? Um so I like to go ahead and before I end the show, this this is a short show, I know. I'm sorry. Um those are the two two games I I I, I watch and I wanted to cover. Um oh, before I end the show, I want to talk about I want to talk about the game of the week, right? Michael Penix Jr. versus Bo Nix, Oregon versus Washington, all right? And that was a hell of a game. But also, it it was a game that I felt. It was a game that I thought that sometimes analytics get you in trouble. Not the feel of the game, but analytics get you in trouble. Because why? Why did the Oregon coach go for fourth down instead of taking the points? If if was a fifth, we all be drunk, but if he would have took the points... We were having, we're going to have a different conversation right now. And not the conversation of uh, Washington is looking like a playoff team and maybe a national championship team. Michael Penix Jr. is definitely a top three uh, draft pick next year. I mean, um, next draft. Definitely. If the scouts aren't looking at it, the scouts are blind. Bo Nix is mid to late first round. Um, have experience, have big game experience. I, I would if, if I was a franchise looking for a quarterback or a backup or somebody I can develop. Bonix will be the quarterback that I'll get. But yeah, that was a great game. Some blunders, uh, but Michael Penix Jr. as I'm sure you guys seen already if you're a college football support order. He was freestyling and telling his teammate, we're going to come back and beat Oregon, which they did. They rushed the field. Great win. I can't wait to follow them for the rest of the season to, to see where they end up. But other than that, guys, that's it for me. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Shout out to NK We Trust. Shout out to Brandon. Shout out to PJ. Shout out to Saeed, Tony, um, Biggie, Phase One Sports, Sports on Stereo. I'm your main man, Wicked Assassin, a.k.a. Ill Intellectual. And uh, if nobody told you, I love you and I appreciate you. I'll see you all next week. Peace.